Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Judgment Card Podcast. As always, I'm Miles Wilson, and today we are doing rookie updates. And on this episode, we are doing it for the Detroit Lions. Y'all are my people. I'm from Detroit. I'm a huge Detroit Lions fan. I've been here. I was here when Calvin was here. I was here when we went 0-16. I've been here, man. Y'all are my people. I feel really at home right now talking to y'all. And this is going to be an update on every single pick we've had from the April draft while training camp continues. And as we approach the 2020 season, it's going to be any significant news, progress or anything relevant to their spot on the 53 man roster. Uh, how am I getting all this information? I am watching every single clip posted on Twitter by the Detroit Lions or any reporters, sideline reporters. I'm watching every interview conducted with our rookies, with players about our rookies. And I'm also watching anything that the Lions put on YouTube about camp or any just camp footage that I can find. I am compartmentalizing, compartmentalizing, English is hard. I'm compartmentalizing all these, all this data rather, and taking all these hours of research and putting it into a short podcast for you guys. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and get into this. We have our first round pick. Jeff Okuda, the cornerback out of Ohio State. Uh, he's lost a couple of one-on-ones early on, and there's clearly been a learning curve for Okuda, but that is to be expected. Honestly, cornerback is the hardest position to come into the NFL and succeed from day one in besides quarterback. Corner, quarter, English is hard. Sound the same, you get the gist. These hiccups are super normal. Regardless, everything out of camp you hear about him is generally positive outside of him losing those one-on-ones. He is not Tease Taylor 2.0. Thank the Lord we don't have to deal with that anymore. Without OTAs or rookie minicamp, it's pretty much just feet to the fire. But he's made some plays. He's had a pass breakup versus Kenny Galladay in a scrimmage. And he's also picked off Stafford once. And he's noted that he's building confidence slowly throughout making plays, proving that he can make plays at the next level. That's really helping. Uh, Stafford's praised his work ethic, his athleticism and natural ability, and he thinks that he's competing at a really high level right now. Uh, he's currently limited in practice after taking an awkward landing. And so there's there's a little bit of cautiousness with him. But, you know, all teams want to be cautious with their rookies and it's OK. But it seems that he is progressing as expected and he should be on track to be one of our boundary corners. Sounds fantastic. Oh, I was so excited with this next pick. DeAndre Swift, the running back out of Georgia, when we picked him, I was like, oh, man, carry on a DeAndre Swift 2020. We are going to have an incredible duo out of the backfield. And he's been sidelined the past two practices because of a practices because of an upper leg injury he suffered. But he's participated in limited fashion. And Coach Patricia did describe the injury as minor and they're just being cautionary. But before that, people were talking about Swift as if he was on the way to become RB1. People are put people are putting carry on the best, man. Carry on the bed, man. People, people already want Swift. And I can understand when you look at all the footage that's out there of Swift, even when he was practicing with Stafford, like as soon as he got drafted. Oh my goodness. He he's legit. Those George, it's something about those Georgia running backs, man. I don't know what they got in the water down in Georgia, but they know how to produce some running backs. Stafford has super high expectations for him. He's called him a sponge. He wants to learn everything as much as possible about the nuances of the offense. Uh, he's raved about his versatility and talent as a ball carrier and as a route runner and route running out of the backfield, not just lined up wide. All signs are pointing up for him 
should carry on not finish the season should he get hurt again i think swift might actually permanently be the rb1 and he'll be the feature back and if we decide to bring back carry on in a year or two it might be quiet but swift looks legit we might finally have a multiple hundred yard rushers i'm happy i can't i can't I'm I'm happy. Next pick, Julian O'Quara, the defensive end out of Notre Dame. Great news out of camp for him. This was an excellent pick. The only re- he, only reason he fell this far was because of injuries. He, this was honestly a second round talent, and before the combine, this was he was being mocked as a first rounder. Great news. He is winning off the line consistently as an edge threat. He's quick. He's bendy. He's smart. He's dynamic, and then most importantly, he is consistent. He is winning consistently. That is what you want from edge rushers. You don't want a guy that can make splash plays. You want a guy that can win consistently and consistently put pressure on the quarterbacks, which is something the Lions really, really struggled with last season. That is what you want to hear. We're getting pressure on quarterbacks, man. That's why our, our corners were failing. We couldn't get any pressure, and we play a lot of man. This is fantastic news. There's, there's just This is awesome. I don't know how we had this good of a draft, but – I really love it. He should be a valuable rotational player in year one. I'm not sure they'll line him up opposite of Trey Flowers just yet, but as a rotational piece, he's it. I'm not sure how he's doing in the run, though. I haven't. I honestly have not seen any footage or heard anyone talking about it. But from what I'm seeing and what I'm seeing in the one-on-ones and what I'm seeing in the scrimmages, he's good. He's legit. He's going to get plenty of playing time this season, and coaches are going to love him. Next pick, Jonah Jackson. Man, I hope this isn't the bias showing out and that we really did have a fantastic draft, but I loved this Jonah Jackson pick. And it's because if you've ever watched any Ohio State football game, Justin Fields has literally all day to throw. During the draft, I was like, if we take a lineman, I don't know how many we're going to take, but please take one from that Ohio State offensive line because Justin Fields was back there. He could have he could have set up a picnic and had it with his girlfriend in the back in the backfield and just been chilling behind the offensive line. I was like, man, I just want somebody. And when we picked up Jonah Jackson, I thought this pick was fire from day one, and it is shaping up to be like that. He is already getting reps with the first team and turning heads in practices as a rookie. Offensive line is not an easy position in college. He's coming in from college as a pro turning heads. Definite talk of him taking Joe Doss spot already, potentially, even though he's seen most of his snaps at right guard, which is not his natural position. Uh, word is he doesn't look overwhelmed at all. He's a super smooth move with super smooth mover, mover uh, alliteration, super fun. English is hard. Uh, he anchors really well and is coming along nicely in camp. Uh, Matt Patricia called him a hard worker and very mature. Uh, here's a quote for you. Just in general with Jonah, I would say that. The guy is very mature, studies extremely hard, and nothing really kind of phases him. And that is a quote from Lions head coach, Matt Patricia. Here's another one. I think even though the move from Rutgers to Ohio State is something where he's handled transition before. So for him, this is just another transition into a new team, trying to learn everybody real quick. I So I think he's done a very good job with that stuff. Another quote from head coach Matt Patricia. It sounds like he loves him. It sounds like they are going to give him a try at one of the guard spots this season or somewhere along the offensive line, but nothing but positivity surrounding Jonah Jackson's name. Excellent, excellent pick. Next pick, Logan Stenberg, the guard out of Kentucky. He's got a really cool name, Logan Stenberg. That sounds like an offensive guard. 
uh, they're bringing him along a little slower than Jonah Jackson. So he's seen a few reps at left guard with the twos, but it's playing mostly as center number two. If you watch this tape, not his natural position. He's a mauler. He wants to go out there as a guard. He wants to pull. He wants to get out in open space. He wants to make pancakes. Center isn't his natural position. So obviously there's been some mistakes there when you're playing a guy at a position with snaps and timing. Clearly some kinks that need to be ironed out if they want him to be Ragnow's backup. But it looks like he may not see the field that often his rookie year, uh, unless there's some injuries or anything, which, you know, people get banged up. And since this is 2020, can't count it out. So unless there's any injuries or anything, he probably won't see much playtime in his rookie campaign. But, you know, 50-50, he's winning some, losing some. Doesn't look bad. Not a bad rookie at all. No red flags for Logan Stenberg. Next pick. Quintez Cephas, wide receiver out of Wisconsin, went, went, went pretty Big Ten heavy in this draft. That's three Big Ten players, but nothing but good news surrounding his name, thankfully, uh, since camp has started. Not sure where he falls on the depth chart at all. I'd assume it's after Kenny G, Marvin, and Danny Amendola. But when you get down to, like, Marvin Hall, you might see a Quintez Cephas in there. And Quintez Cephas might be getting rotated in a lot. Seems like he's building a lot of chemistry with Matt Stafford. And Matt Stafford likes throwing it to this guy because seems like Quintess even is going up and making a bunch of plays whenever he's targeted. He's allegedly been super impressive whenever he touches the field. He's constantly making plays, constantly winning reps, getting open. And he even bested Jeff Okuda a couple times in 1v1s. So it's looking like a late round gym for Detroit. And he should see the field a decent amount because we do ro- if we're going to do anything, we are going to rotate our receivers. So this is a great pickup. Really, really great find. Really great find. Super proud of this pick. Uh, next pick, Jason Hundley, running back. A guy who's been tried at a couple of spots, but his roster spot is not secured yet. He has dropped a couple of punts in Friday's practice, but he did rebound on Saturday, catching all three of the punts sent his way. Uh, our running back room may seem a little crowded. We still got guys like Bo Scarborough that we picked up from last year that had solid years and carry on's absence. We do still have carry on now featuring a knee brace, which he said he is enjoying, but people are making fun of him because, and we have Deandre Swift. That's three guys right there that we've already seen and we know they're pretty good, but now we've got this guy, Jason Huntley. And even if he doesn't come into the RB room, uh, he's pretty dynamic and pretty versatile. So he, he won't even have to be in the backfield, honestly. He can line up out wide in addition to returning kicks and being the threat that he is out of the backfield. That versatility might get him on the 53-man roster if he can continue to improve, and I don't see why he wouldn't. After dropping a bunch of punts in Friday, the next day he comes and catches all of his punts. That sounds like improvement to me. It sounds like he's at least trying his best, and he's going out there. We'll see how he does between – now August 25th and the start of the season on September 13th. And we'll see if he makes the cut or if he falls off the practice, falls off onto the practice squad. Next pick, John Penasini, defensive tackle, getting a whole lot more attention since fellow rookie Jay Sean Cornell suffered an Achilles injury. Unfortunate, but injuries happen. It's a necessary part. He hasn't necessarily impressed, but he has for sure held his own. He is not out there getting whooped. He's won some reps, lost some other reps. Pretty normal stuff you'd hear about a late-round pick as a rookie. As long as he's not out there getting whooped, I'd say he has a pretty good chance of making the roster as a rotational pass rusher because we need him. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with 
being a rotational pass rusher, even if he's not on the field often. And we do need as many pass rushers as possible. And that brings us to our last pick, Jason Cornell, defensive lineman. As I mentioned, he does have an Achilles injury and is currently on the non-football injury list. And that's it. That is all I got for you guys. Uh, if you made it this far, thank you so much. If you learned something, glad I could help. Uh, again, this is Miles Wilson with the Judgment Call Podcast. Thank you. Y'all are my people. I love all my Detroit Lions fans. Y'all are my dogs. Y'all are my dogs. Hopefully, y'all got enough Lions players on your fantasy football teams to go out there and win. So, thank you again. Hopefully, y'all are having a great day. And that's all I've got for you. I am out. Thank you so much.